Episode 84. How many priorities should you have? You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to The Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. So great to be with you, Jason Jennings. Dale, it's great to be with you as it is always. So uh, our topic today, all about priorities, and we're going to dive into that soon. But just before we started recording, we were, we were chatting about the amount of email you receive regarding the podcast, and, and you had one specific message that really stuck out to me about a, a guy who took a client to lunch and used a recent podcast as the source for the conversation. Tell the story. Well, yeah. First of all, a little bit of background. Uh, your your question to me actually was, uh, tell me about the emails you receive. Uh, are people asking you questions? And I said, very seldom. Uh, I said, I wish more people asked more questions, but uh, generally the emails are a great podcast. I can really use this one. Thank you very much. Uh, I pass this along to 10 people at work. And, and so there's not a lot of questions, but there are a lot of kudos. Uh, yesterday, I received one from a guy in uh, in the Midwest uh, and he said, I've been a longtime listener. I have read all of your books. He said, I thought, not that I knew at all, but he said, I, I thought I was a pretty good business guy. And he said, based on last week's podcast, he said, I was out to lunch today with a client of mine. And I suddenly was struck by how little I really know about him, even though we've done business for quite a while. And so I looked at him and said, today, let's not talk about business. Take a few minutes and tell me your story. Tell me about you. And he said, Jason, it was the most powerful thing I've ever done. And by the end of the lunch, he said, I knew that we'd be doing business as far as you can see into the future, because for the first time, I really knew about him, what he was trying to achieve, where he wanted to be, how he saw himself, what the challenges were. And he said, so I just want to thank you. He said, this week's game changer was truly a life changer. Uh, those are the kind of emails I, I love to get. Fantastic. So for the listeners, go back and listen to those past episodes because my background is broadcast news. There's this term we have called evergreen, meaning a story that can run any time. And these podcasts are truly, they transcend time and are, it's just wisdom through the ages. So uh, go back, listen to those when you get a chance and re-listen. It's always a great reminder. So today, they are. let's talk about priorities. And I know we've mentioned priorities in the past. So why now, why are we bringing this up again, talking about priorities? Regular listeners know that for each speech I do, I'm going to talk to the CEO for about 90 minutes uh, or the person in charge for about 90 minutes doing what I call a diagnostic discovery conversation, which is uh, tell me about your company, tell me about yourself, uh, tell me where you're trying to go, tell me what you're trying to be. And then I also do an additional 10 to 12 conversations. They're shorter, uh, 15, 20, 25 minutes with about another dozen people who are going to be at the event from all levels of the organization. And I ask similar questions. I want to know what they do. I want to know their story. And I want to know what some of the things keeping them awake at night. So I'm now getting ready for a couple of upcoming speeches in the next couple of weeks. And uh, last week I had the opportunity to, as I recall, it was at 36 or 37 interviews in one week uh, getting ready for these upcoming events. And in response to the question, uh, what's keeping you awake at night these days about your business or what are some of the potential stumbling blocks or challenges going forward? I'm not going to say all 36 or 37, but I am going to tell you, Dale, probably 30 of them 
mentioned during their response to the question, what keeps me awake at night is we can't do it all. We're trying to do too much. We are chasing too many things. We have too many priorities. People are stretched too thin. We need to call a master gardener in, one person said, and we have to prune some of this excess growth we have or we're never going to get anything done because we are just chasing too many priorities. And so, of course, when I hear things like that, I, I instinctively begin digging a little bit deeper. And some of these people are chasing 20, 30, 40, 50 priorities of the organization. And that's just a stunning amount. And then it caused me to recall research for the most recent book I did, The High Speed Company, how to create cultures of urgency and growth in this nanosecond world we're living in. And I, and I thought, you know what? Uh, the people I talk to are basically a, a microcosmic representation of the whole. And so if these people I've been talking to getting ready for speeches are chasing too many priorities, I bet there are many of our listeners and people who join us each week who are chasing too many priorities as well. So I went to the book, I dug out the research, and I, I thought it was worthy of revisiting. Great. So give me some examples then of how you see too many priorities impacting the businesses that you know so well through the research. Well, before I, we, we talk about the negative impact of chasing too many priorities, uh, let me hit you with a piece of math. And this is right from the book, the pages of The High Speed Company. And, uh, and, and here it is. Average companies... Now, this is an astounding number, but it's based on really in-depth study, not our study, outside research firms, outside companies. Average companies have 372 priorities. When you go through the average company and you talk to them about their stated priorities, their stated goals, the stated things they're, uh, they're chasing, and then you dig deeper in the organization and talk to people about the number of priorities they have, the research revealed that average companies have 372 priorities. That's a huge amount. However, listen to this, above average performing companies have only 21 priorities that they're chasing. So average companies, the results of the research demonstrate that average companies are chasing 17 times the stuff, 17 times the priority of other companies. That in itself is sufficiently remarkable research that anybody would say, we have to call the master gardener in and begin pruning because it's impossible to be chasing that many priorities. So is that the magic number, 21? I would suggest the following based on our research for uh, all of my books. Most great organizations, I, I don't think 21 is the magical number. I think the magical number is keeping it as low as you possibly can. I'm aware of great companies that I've written about, I mean, who are chasing fewer than 10 priorities. So I, I think that magical number is someplace around a dozen to maybe 20 for a, a much larger company. Uh, but I mean, really, most organizations should be chasing a handful of priorities. Everybody should know what they are. Everybody should be shooting at the same target. Otherwise, you've got people, I mean, aimlessly and fervently chasing things in every single direction. And at the end of the quarter, you know, your revenues are up 1% or your revenues are up or your revenues are flat. You know, you have to have everybody rallied around a very small number of priorities. I mean, you can't be chasing this much stuff. So what are some of the things that happen when you're chasing too many priorities? Well, the most important is, I mean, that you are wasting precious time that could be devoted to the important business of the organization, and we know what that is. 
It is finding, keeping, and thrilling the right customer, finding, keeping, and thrilling the right associates, finding, keeping, and thrilling the right vendors and suppliers, and then rewarding the shareholder at the end of the day. Uh, so that's the big priority, to grow the organization and to keep everyone deliriously happy and exceeding their expectations. So you waste precious time. But even more important, almost all of these vast number priorities that companies are chasing, they all require resources. They all require money. They all require reports. They all require accountability. They all require meetings. All of this stuff costs absolutely precious money. So when you have too many priorities, you take your eye off the ball, you're wasting precious time, and you're wasting valuable resources. I always think of, um, and sometimes you probably shake your head and wonder, I mean, when I say something, but one of the companies that made a huge impact on me was a company called Dot Foods, based in Illinois. I wrote about them uh, in my book, uh, Think Big, Act Small. It's, it's a remarkable company that's had double-digit growth consistently every year for the past 25 years. They are in the redistribution business, not very sexy, but when you see what they have built from a, a family enterprise where the, where the father would be out selling and the mother would be delivering orders in a station wagon with seven or eight of the nine children they had, it's, it's a remarkable enterprise. But one of the things that really made an impact on me is they have a very incredible corporate headquarters next to one of their huge distribution facilities. And when I was uh, meeting with the CEO, we walked out of the conference room and he just automatically turned off the lights. And we walked down the hall to his office and we walked in and he turned on the lights. And then when we were going out to lunch together, as we walked out of his office, he turned off the lights. And the profound impact uh, that that made on me was that most offices keep all of their lights ablaze all the time. But one of the values, one of the priorities was always keeping costs lower so they could lower their costs for their customers. And it just became second nature. And every time I saw Pat turn off a light switch, I thought this is a responsible steward. Well, if you're chasing hundreds of priorities throughout your company, you're wasting these valuable resources. And then one more thing I want to add, there's also this very valuable uh, we've all heard about Pareto's principle, uh, but the research has been replicated uh, by Joseph Geron in, in his 80-20 study. And here's what he determined, that in a company, so I don't care if you're a small restaurant, I don't care if you're a dry cleaner, if you, if you manufacture widget, widgets, or you're a huge multinational, 80% of your results are going to be generated by 20% of your action. In other words, 80% of the action that you take is pretty wasted and only generates about 20% of the results. And that's why you have to be constantly paring down ruthlessly the number of priorities that you're chasing. And another piece of his research indicated, and you can read about this in the High Speed Company again, 95% uh, of leaders at $187 billion companies. So that's, again, you take $187 billion companies, 95% of the leaders said there was zero process for determining and weeding out priorities. That is pretty shameful. And so what it, what it calls someone to do is to constantly be asking the question, what is mission critical? What is going to move us toward where we've agreed we want to go? And then, of course, it was the father of management, Peter Drucker, uh, who said it best, I love this line. He said, look, when you're analyzing priorities, do first things first. 
and second things, not at all. They'll have a way of working themselves out. They'll take care of themselves. Pay attention to doing first things first and second things, not at all. In that, uh, what you just shared with us, there was this gem of re- of setting priorities, and that's finding, keeping, and thrilling. You fill in the blank, your customers, your employees, your vendors, uh, and then the shareholders. When you have that kind of a basis or that foundation, it's pretty easy to, to set the priorities. Anything else beyond? So we've finding, keeping, and thrilling, fill in the blank, asking yourself what's really critical, and then... Do first things first and second things not at all. Anything else you want to you wanna add to that well, to wrap us up? Yeah, I would add one other thing uh, because I think we've landed on something important. Uh, it was Milton Friedman who had some accomplishments, but much of his work has been largely discredited now, uh, who said that a business exists for only one reason, and that's to make a profit however they can make a profit. Oh, well, that's been largely discredited because we see where that brings companies. In- instead, I would argue this. If you really think about it, the purpose of business is to find, keep, and thrill the right customer. Find, keep, and thrill the right associates and workers. Find, keep, and thrill the right vendors. And find, keep, and thrill the right investors. How many priorities is that? Four. And be a responsible world citizen. So I guess that's five. You know, if you did those five things and every priority that you had was in lockstep with one of those five things, you'd have very, very few priorities that you would be chasing. And I remember the words of the uh, of the husband and wife who for 42 years headed World Bank. And uh, they left me with an incredible question that I wrote about in my book, uh, Less is More. And the question they would always ask before making a decision is, what's the good business reason for doing this? Uh, in the book, The High Speed Company, I mentioned uh, one large bank who actually had 16 committee meetings the last one went three hours to pick a holiday greeting card. Now, what in the world? And you can just imagine all the people gathered around. I mean, the conference table. You can imagine the PowerPoint presentation that somebody, you know, spent hours, I mean, coming up with a finalist for a holiday card. What in the world does that have to do with, I'm not saying you shouldn't send a holiday card, but that's a big waste of time. So what's the good business reason for doing this is a question that has to be foremost on everybody's mind all the time. Fantastic. Thank you so much. If you have gotten something out of this podcast, we ask just one very small favor, that you would go to iTunes, uh, that you would find this podcast, that you would rate the podcast. We hope and uh, we've earned a five-star rating from you, and then write a short review. The reason why, when you do that, it helps bring this information to many more people because it raises the podcast higher in the search order and just the natural algorithms that uh, Apple and iTunes have and has and then this is uh and itunes is one of the main ways that people get the podcast if you have not yet subscribed definitely subscribe you'll get a new episode every single week you can also find all the episodes on jason's website jason-jennings.com is the website and i'll let you share your email address jason because you're still open to getting emails I love emails. I acknowledge one, everyone. I answer everyone. The email address is jason at jason-jennings.com. And I've got one other favor. You know, as you listen to these podcasts, I bet you're thinking, darn, I mean, so-and-so should hear this. Or gosh, this would be good for so-and-so to hear. Pass along the link. That's the way we grow the community. 
Absolutely. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com. Thank you.